Can um can can we get this show on the road? Absolutely, Jackson. Let's get this started. Jackson, you want to go on tour? Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, dude. Welcome back to another episode of Roomies Talking Movies, the next best stop for all things movie news and reviews. I'm your host, Dane and Pacheco, and joining with me today, as always, are my co-hosts, Camden Powell. And Jackson Salvestri. I guess we're just not... Okay, no one's just going to talk in the beginning today. Kind of threw me for a loop there. Hi. Uh, today we're going to be... Uh, we're just starting early, huh? Welcome to the show. <laughs> all right. So we're just going at the gate, huh? Oh, yeah. We're... We're just going to throw everything out the window right off the bat. You're not even going to build to pissing me off. You're starting it off. Okay, cool. That's great. Today, we're going to be re-reviewing uh, Batman versus Superman with some new eyes after just watching Zack Snyder's Justice League and in preparation for Kong versus Godzilla to see what really makes a good versus movie. Is this a good versus movie? All that and more will be answered in just a little bit. Also... Where's your head been in the sand for? We have ourselves a YouTube channel now. Go watch our first two episodes now with the third episode coming up probably the same time, if not before this episode gets released. We got Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We got Snyder Cut. We got all the things you want. And just look up Rumi's Talking Movies, and we're the only thing that pops up. All right, now back. That is not true. Not true at all, actually. We do show up first, so that's good. Um,. But then it's like a weird animated Roblox thing <laughs> that shows up. I, I saw that. Give that just as many views as you give us, and that's all that matters. Well, it has 1.3 million views, so... Oh, my God. <laughs> actually, I looked up Rumi's Talking Movies, and it's the first thing that pops up, actually. What well, did fuck? you look up Rumi's Talking Apostrophe and then Movies? I did not. See, there's the issue. Rumi's Talking Movies and see what shows up. Probably the Roblox yeah, you, thing, huh? No, ours still shows up first for me, at least. Well, that's probably because we and got then Valkyrie reacts listeners. to Janet forced by roommates to get pregnant. Okay, we might not um, be the first thing that comes up for some of you, but you know our team logo Thor. at this point. You know I'm our logos like at this Thor point. Thor pops up. So don't click anything that doesn't look like us on the Grandma's on the... boy. My roommate's parents are All right, sleeping. Stop looking at them, Camden. <laughs> Who sang Bohemian Rhapsody the best? Working with Jigsaw. All right, Camden, actually, I want to get done with this. Okay. But let's waste no time and get right into the news. The first thing we have is a new National Treasure series. You know Nick Cage, the uh, great, great actor from National Treasure and other things? He's not in this one uh, because this series is greenlit for Disney+. And this reimagining features a Latina lead and her friends on a treasure hunt of their own. Dana, here's, here's my prediction, all right? Yeah. They're going to go on the treasure hunt, and they're going to find out that the real treasure was the friends they made along the I'm way. I'm so mad at you, because I could see that coming from a mile away, and I didn't stop it. <laughs> well, you had no choice. I had no choice. Never do. Ghost of... <laughs> Give me a second. Give me a second. I stuttered. All right. Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, God. Let me, let me say try it fluidly. Ghost of Tsushima. Mm -hmm. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Ghost of Tsushima movie coming with John Wick director Chad Stahelski slated for this big screen treatment. Mm. Now this was a game that won all the awards. I don't think it won any awards. Um, I think it I did, think didn't it? It, it was, won like one. It won something. It won like yeah, it won best something. ghost game, I think. 
Yeah, best of Tsushima <laughs> games. Best sushi. Definitely. <laughs> but the, we, we, we're going to get some samurai action with uh, John Wick director. He he helped with the um, fight scenes in Deadpool oh, 2. Oh, the guy from Fortnite. It, yeah. Got yeah, it. the guy from Fortnite. The guy from Fortnite. So, yeah, expect some more victory royales in this movie. Oh, yeah. Epic. Evan Peters will portray serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer in Ryan Murphy's limited series for Netflix. I like. Oh, that's a victory royale right there, baby. The people he killed? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what he did after everything. Yeah, no, that he, that's how he got the victory royale. Do you think he did the take the L dance? <laughs> he, he killed he all de- the other uh, Jeffrey Dahmer strikes me as a default dance kind of guy myself. Really? Interesting. Yeah. See, I disagree with you just because I don't like you. Um, but Jackson, if you said that, I would agree with you. That's a victory royale in my book. <laughs> you know, Jackson, that was good. I can't even get Shut mad. How was that good? I'm so what? sad that I had to say that. That wasn't creative. I'm tired of the favoritism that happens on this podcast. Wait, you literally just showed favoritism, <laughs> yeah. though? Not, no, I didn't. Thanin does. Keanu Reeves' Berserker comic is getting a live-action film and anime spin-off series developed by Netflix. The guy from Fortnite. All right, I'm... Wait, is that the same guy we just the talked about? The guy from about? Fortnite, yeah. Wow. Uh, Fortnite really does run really the does. world. Danon's crying, crying right, right now. now. I don't know why. He really likes Fortnite, so I don't know why he's crying about it. <laughs> I think they're tears of joy. Because oh, he just loves Fortnite so much. <laughs> exactly. That makes sense. <laughs> and he loves us talking It's my about two Fortnite. favorite things combined. Director Edgar Wright and Dolby Cinema are teaming up for a very special event. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is returning to theaters on April 30th with new effects and a completely new experience. What if, it, what if we're getting like a Zack Snyder's Justice League situation here? It's just a completely different thing. That's God, exactly I what I was hours. thinking. <laughs> I hope it's four hours long. I hope they introduce time travel and also the no. anti-life You know what I hope equation. it is? I hope it's like in... Um... In the Bugs world, you know, in California Adventure, with that one theater they have where the bugs like tickle your feet. Oh, That's Shrek like the 4D. They're talking about Shrek 4D. Shrek 4D. Obviously. Yeah, the the ride at you. Uni- the eighth wonder, <laughs> the of, eighth the wonder of the world at Universal Studios. Yeah, that ride's never going away. Black Widow is moving its release date to July 9th, 2021, for theaters and premiere access on Disney Plus. But this also means it mucks up all the other releases for Disney this year. They are as follows, and there's a lot of them. Cruella, May 28th, 2021. Luca, June 18th, 2021. Free Guy, he's so free, August 13th, 2021. King's Man, December 22nd, 2021. Deepwater, January 14th, 2022. Death on the Nile, February 11th, 2022. Uh, but but not only that, Luca is just gonna skip theaters and hit straight to Disney Plus at no additional cost. Oh because no, I don't that know means why they bad. No, nobody. No, because think they did that with Raya and the Last. Oh, Mulan was also bad. Are you? Yeah, you know what bad I mean. Movies right now. Well, no, think about it. <laughs> yeah. Soul didn't have a premiere access, and that movie was fantastic. Okay. All right. You know what? Good point. Everything that they put behind a paywall is oh, wait. way worse. Yeah, no, you're right. Raya and the Last Dragon was paid. I just forgot that I paid for it. Yeah, I'd forget if I paid for that too. That movie was not good. It was. I don't remember that movie at all. I forgot the dragon. Here's made. their strategy. They're like, okay, will this Zuzi. movie do well? No, 
Let's put it behind a paywall. That way we make money up front instead of off its popularity. And then the movies that do well, they're like, hey, we'll make it available through like for free through our streaming service. You are so that way, like Jackson, Jackson, you got to work for everyone. Chapek. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Obviously. Are you Bob Paycheck? No. Yes. He doesn't. Obviously. He lays them off. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Topical. A Hawkeye series spinoff called Echo, reportedly in the works at Disney+. Plus. The character will be played by Alaqua Cox and will appear in the Hawkeye series first. Hmm. Did I say that right? Alaqua? Yeah. Probably. Awesome. Fantastic, so Jackson. So is this um, Echo from Overwatch? No. Um, no, it's not. Is this Echo from League of Legends? It's not from either or. Uh, this really? is a... Is this the sound that makes... <laughs> that that <laughs> happens yeah. when you, like, scream at a mountain? How often do you scream at mountains? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I had to just ask you that small uh, query. It's actually, I, I'm ranked competitively <laughs> in <Really>? mountain screaming. <laughs> oh, oh, so it what, happens pretty often. What tier are you in? Uh, I'm in the Junior Olympics, bud. For mountain yelling? For mountain yelling? For mountain yelling, That's yeah. for juniors, you idiot. Go to the real ones. You're right. I'm a sophomore. I can't be a... You know, Don't tell them, though. They think I'm a junior. You know Michael Phelps actually uh, quit swimming, but now he's going to become an Olympic uh, mountain, mountain yeller. Yeah. yeah. It's I an up-and-coming sport. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly. It's up-and-coming. Like, I'm actually the trendsetter for the Break sport. Breakdancing is now an Olympic sport, so there's nothing that's stopping anything at this Wait, point. Wait, is it really? Yeah. I'm going to apply. Camden, you can't so dance for shit. Dancing. I'm so good at breakdancing. You haven't seen me. I've been practicing since March. You think like five months of practice? Well, it's actually like, a year now, idiot. But You think yeah, a year's worth of practice is enough to get into the Olympics? Because here's the thing. I've been mentally preparing for 18 years. Oh. And then for the last year, I physically prepared. Mm. You know, they always say like that things are like 10% physical, 90% mental. Yeah. Like when you think about it. Those people have clearly say, never carried 500 pounds up a flight of stairs before. And you have? No, I haven't. Well, then stop acting like it's hard if you haven't even tried it. <laughs> Probably really easy. It's, it's 90% mental anyways. God, just think that you can do it and you'll probably be fine. An exclusive video of Oscar Isaac's training for Moon Knight has released showing some awesome choreography. I like Oscar Isaac. He's cool. But he has two first names, and that's kind of throwing me off a little bit. Um, so I'm just going to not see Moon Knight. Mm, mm, mm. What do you think? I hate you. Okay. I'm going to see it because the moon's pretty cool. And I think it's a play on words because usually the moon brings out the night, right? But so it's he's like moon a knight, knight like medieval. I think I hate both of you equally. <laughs> I, you know, rightfully so. Rightfully I thought that so. the choreography was really interesting and cool. The way that it seems very violent, more so than the classic jump kick and a hard punch Marvel fights we normally see. This one's more broken bones type stuff. I hope that he breaks some bones. Hope he breaks I like his ankle. Bones make when they break. All right. All like right. An impression. You have never broken a bone before, have you? I actually haven't. Really? Really, I've never broken anything, fractured anything. Oh, so so you're lame. I was only 
recently stung by a bee in 2019. So that was did you freak time. out and call your call call your family no. like I'm dying? <laughs> I was teaching a swim lesson and I just like ran my hand past a bee and I just had to teach like for 10 more minutes with just a bee stinger in my hand because no one could come out and take me from the lesson. So. Were you were you waving at the lifeguard towers going, please, please? I did. I went, can, I got stung by a bee. Can someone come get me? And they're like, yeah, I'll send someone. And it took them so long to come outside. Like the lesson was pretty much already over. Hey, I can't swim. I got stung by a bee. Can someone else do this? Well, I mean, like I, it was my first time, so I didn't know if I was allergic or not. So I was like, well, better safe than sorry. Like, I don't want, I don't want to be in a pool if I'm allergic to bees. <laughs> I feel like that's the worst place to be. You're just, probably you're teaching people how to tread water, and you just pass out face down. Danny, that's always the first question you ask someone when they get stung by a bee. Can you, you say, tread Have you water? Ever been stung before? Oh. Yep. <laughs> Have you ever been stung before? And if they say no, you you send them straight to God. You killed them on the spot? It's too much of a risk, Jackson. We don't want that liability. We don't know if they're allergic. You have to put them out of their misery. Uh. A beast thing is fatal. I just want to say to any of our listeners, if a beast thing is fatal to you, stop listening. I don't want that weak gene listening to our podcast. Okay? I don't know, man. You tried to get out of a pool because you got stung by a bee. You're like, ah, get me out of these. Get me away from these I wanted these to know if I was weak. I would have killed myself if I was. All right. I think it's only fair. Andrew Garfield's stunt double photographed alongside Tom Holland's stunt double has been seen on Spider-Man No Way Home set. You know what that means? It's just a he really big coincidence. No, nothing else from They're literally just teasing yeah. us. Stop it's never You know what I think? <laughs> I think we might get an Andrew Garfield. I feel like the Tobey Maguire is more li- more unlikely. Probably, but I hope it. I feel like they can't do one without the other. You know, I feel I mean? like they could easily. I feel like you're stupid and don't know what you're even talking about. Question number one: Can you tread water? Maybe, <laughs> on a good day. But on top of that, Spider-Man: No Way Home has officially uh, ra- done wrapping. It's done. What'd they wrap? They have a big old present that you can't open till Christmas. It's called their movie. Oh, see, this is what it? confuses me. This is what confuses. What confuses? Me. Yes. If they're done shooting the movie, right? Mm-hmm. They probably all went home. Yes. <laughs> then how is there no way home? Like, tell me that. How <sighs> did they find their way home? Please explain. If there's no way home. No, Jackson. It's gonna take them until December. To find their way home. Why would I even go into That's this so movie sad. knowing that there is, in fact, a way home? There's always a way home. Don't you just click your heels or something? No, I'm pretty sure that's something from the DC universe. Yeah. You're right. Not Marvel. Dorothy Marvel is only canon that. in the DC universe. <laughs> CW's Batwoman has recast Kate Kane's character with Wallace Day. Who does Kate Kane? Who's Kate Kane? Kate Kane is Batwoman, the white one that was originally played by Ruby Rose. Remember, and then she stepped down for personal reasons. She was just like, this is kind of stressful. Don't want to deal with this. And they're like, mm, let's just bring her back as someone else. What did they bring her back as? How are they explaining that? Um, from what I saw, um, so th- this, is what they, this is what they pitched to, okay, our head character uh, quit. We have a new Batwoman completely different also mm-hmm. the batwoman you knew from the first season she was in a fatal plane crash she's still alive but she's severely burned and heavily bandaged no that's not what it is is it 
1,000%. No way. They did that. Come on. Yeah. Why can't they just say that they, like, just recast her? I feel it's, like that'd just be a much better... It's better to <laughs> just Why not don't they just act like nothing it. happened? Why don't they be actors and go, oh, hey, Kate. Just put just a message at the beginning of the episode that says... Due to con like like scheduling conflicts, like our Batwoman has been recast. Please and enjoy this, the show. Due to this actress being a little bitch, exactly, <laughs> we had to recast. Heck yeah, you, Kate sorry for the inconvenience. Jackson's just a little salty because CW didn't go with his pick for Batwoman. Was it him? It was him. Jackson, you'd make a great um, Bat dude, probably. Yeah, a Bat guy so even. Bat broski, a bat maybe? lad, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar-winning actress Helen Mirren has been cast as the villain Hesperia, the daughter of Atlas in the upcoming Shazam: Fury of the Gods. I really liked your confusion the whole way through. <laughs> Stop. There were so many words there that I don't know. <laughs> Is it, Hesperia sounds like a Wonder Woman like character? Probably, like does. an Amazonian. Yeah. Well, the Greek got remember Zeus and all that was in. I don't know. I don't remember who's uh, Zeus again. He was just in the movie we watched last week. Um, oh, he was the guy with the green ring, yes. right? That got his head Ooh, chopped off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guys, did you Damn. know that Atlas holds up the world? If he's holding up the world right now, then how did he have time to have a daughter? Oh, oh, it was kind of. Um, I'm not gonna say my joke anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you guys it. You later. should still say it. No, you should no, say it. Right. I'll just do what I normally do and censor it out. Yeah, it out. I'll bleep it out like always. It was like a <laughs> went underneath and just you know. That's what I was thinking. Right? It has to be. Great minds think alike. Yeah, it had to be just like a <laughs> kind of situation. Pretty much, yeah. Or maybe they just put like a machine on it, and then they just you know, thousands of women were impregnated they froze it probably they had to froze it yeah i mean if, if, if the daughter is like it curdle you young, know what i mean like it would curdle yeah it would curdle mm-hmm. um curgle, if you will <laughs> um. <laughs> anyways are you excited for the shazam 2 movie i am i like yes. the first shazam i like the first i like dwayne the rock johnson he's not gonna With be dwayne in the, the second rock one johnson dwayne the rock johnson's in it baby <laughs> wait, is he, wait okay then <laughs> hell was that <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson Dwayne the Rock Johnson wait so is he getting his own movie yes then? that's so stupid that's what we've been co- we've almost had a news bit for Black Adam every single episode yeah but I always just thought that the, he was gonna be like the villain in Shazam no maybe in the third not one not have his own movie he's having his own movie ah how have you not picked that up over anything we've discussed? I so also much? thought he was in the second Shazam. No movie. way! <laughs> yeah, I like, did. Like just in Danan thinks we're dumb, but in reality, Danan's just terrible at giving us information, You're right. at communicating. If oh you my god, it's his major. It's his major, it's co- which is funny because he's bad major. at it. I'm not gonna say. No, you know what? I I'll, I'll go there. Camden's major is computer sciences, and he couldn't build me a goddamn PC that works. Hey, that would be um, like IT or like computer engineering. Computer science is a science, okay? So, so is that your excuse as to why my PC currently isn't working? We'll talk about this later, uh, but basically... My major is biochemistry. 
Thanks, Jackson. My major is biochemistry. That's awesome. And That's awesome. I tried opening a vial of a solid mm-hmm. in my lab this week and accidentally crushed the vial <laughs> and started bleeding. How did you do that? I don't know. Jackson's a super soldier. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently the vial was really weak, now. or maybe I'm no, just... No, Jackson, you're very strong. Apparently. It's okay, Jackson. You're really strong, buddy. Yeah, I got blood all over the solid waste You got disposal. blood all over the solid waste disposal? I'm there? sorry, Helena, for oh. you having to clean that up. That's a bio. I offer, to be fair. Speaking about promising young women... All right, that's enough. Emerald Fennel, the director of Promising Young Women, will pen DC's upcoming Zatanna movie. I can't wait for this movie. This I, hope I hope it's Zatanna's my favorite like DC character. Really? I won't explain why. Can you explain why? You just said you no. won't. All right. Do you listen? No. It's because she does magic, Dana. But you're a man of science. But magic is cool. Like she pulls a rabbit out of a hat. That's her that's like the, special that's ability. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Her weapon of choice is a bunny. She pulls a what out of what? Pierce Brosnan cast as Dr. Fate in the upcoming Black Adam movie. Hey, we were just talking about this movie. So, Dr. Fate's going to be in the Shazam 2 movie? No. That's pretty cool, actually. Oh my god. I've written it like this every single time for Black Adam movie. Quick question. Can you believe that Dr. Fate's going to be there? Who's Dr. Fate? Is he like DC's Dr. Doom? DC's Dr. Strange, actually. Dr. Doom? No. Dr. Doom from Fortnite. (sighs) It all comes full circle. Soon enough, everything is going to become a Fortnite reference, Danon. <laughs> it's only a matter, only a matter of time. Of time. <laughs> I think so. This was big news, but you immediately made me just to hate being alive. Both of you equally. Wait, is oh, okay. this is big news? Because not only has Doctor Fate never been in a live-action DC movie before, it's played by one of the James Bonds. I have a question. Yes. Haven't a lot of DC characters also not been in the DC movies? Unless before? they're Batman, Superman, or Wonder Woman in three films in total? No. Yeah, so why is that such a big deal that he's never been in one before? Ooh. They're making more movies. Like, yeah, I could say Crazy. the same thing about Snart, bud. When yeah, have they ever put Snart, Snart in a live action? Snart isn't even a good character. Snart's the best character. Snart Shut cool. up. He Every character that cold. you like, Jackson, I hate. <laughs> well, you know what? I like camden as a character oh, so no. you must hate camden oh, no. hey what's High the five. first name of mr snart because i would just want to hear dane and say it thought it was leonard wasn't it oh it's leonard it is. i love it oh i just want to hear you it's say leonard. the word leonard oh why <laughs> leonard snart <laughs> ron livingston to replace billy crudup as henry allen in the upcoming flash film that's not cool now remember uh, we talked about this Last week, we were like, we don't know who's going to do it. Well, now we know. Sorry, Jackson. And again, this is the Flash's dad, not the Flash himself. I can't believe they're replacing the Flash. Why would they replace Ezra Miller? He was great in the Snyder Cut. And who even is this Ron Livingston guy? Michael Keaton says that COVID situation in the UK will determine whether his Batman returns in the Flash movie or not. Uh, I think I'm missing some vital information here. Yeah, what, what happened? Well, remember... Well, we recovered this last year, so this is a while ago. Uh, when they had that big DC event, the DC Fandom, our first mm-hmm. episode of season two, so a while back, um, we covered how the Flash's new movie would take up a lot of things from Flashpoint and bring in a lot of characters. And since we first found out that little detail, more and more we've been like, this is coming very cluttered. 
because now there's a Supergirl in it. Now there might be multiple Batman in it. Now there might be Brandon Routh in it. But Michael Keaton's Batman was in the concept art that they released. They're like, yeah, we're bringing back this Batman. But now he's like, eh, maybe not. Um, I think they should bring him back because I think his name is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton. It's like a good name, you know. Camden, what what is wrong with you? Hmm, come again? There's nothing wrong with him, Dan, and I think the problem lies within you. If you're blaming others for all of your problems, Danon, <sighs> typically the problem resides within your own soul. Damn, that was some philosophical shit. That was some fortune cookie shit. Don't even. Don't you dare. I am no fortune cookie. I am the fortune cake. That That's the wow. worst joke of the episode. <laughs> it, wasn't a joke. it wasn't a joke. He just turned into a cake. If yeah. you cut me in, uh, in half, you'd find cake and then a message inside. If you cut me down, I shall become more tastier than you could Except possibly my imagine. My paper inside is laminated. Oh wow! You're it's laminated. Wow. It's laminated. That's some expensive. That's an expensive fortune cake. Zack Snyder reveals that he pitched an Adam movie with Ryan Choi to Warner Brothers with Zeng Kai reprising his role as Ryan Choi. That's pretty dope. That's pretty cool. That's pretty dope. Pretty cool. But he pitched it. And but didn't happen. That but that's it. Didn't happen. Baseball. Uh, he did, in fact, throw a baseball at Warner Brothers. Camden. Camden, we've set up an exact system of how everything works. Jackson gets to be very literal with the news. I will not fucking stand for two goddamn Jacksons on this show. We will, we will, spoilers Wait, Dana, alert. you're not even standing, you're sitting Oh down. my god, no, Jackson! Jackson! Spoilers alert for Justice League, the Snyder Cut League, on this next news biddy. Zack Snyder confirms Lois Lane is indeed pregnant in the Snyder Cut. Who could have guessed? Who could name have guessed me one person. Pregnant? Gandhi. Name name me one person. Gandhi. I could name three people right now. Okay, go. Definitely Gandhi. I'm gonna have to agree with Dana on that one. I think Michael Keaton probably knew because mm-hmm. he has a cool name, and I think uh, Lady Gaga was the other one she's a big snyder cut fan oh gaga would go gaga over this shut up danon <laughs> so stupid i feel like that scene though because the shot of the pregnancy test was like 30 seconds long before they went it on it kind of gave it away you're I like mean, okay they're not showing us this without like it paying off right but mm, whatever oh you're gonna love this you two with the incredible success of Zack Snyder's Justice League, Warner Brothers CEO states, with that comes the completion of Zack Snyder's trilogy. Zack Snyder also confirms that there's currently no sequels for Justice League set at this point, but he would love to come back if there is enough support for everything. And there has been over 1.5 million tweets that says restore the Snyderverse so far as of last week, which is now overdone Endgame's amount of tweets in one week hmm yeah they would be really stupid not to continue with Zack snyder yeah i agree because they hit they they could go so many different directions with this movie that if they didn't mm. i would probably walk up to their doorstep <laughs> and kick them in the balls all of them jackson you can't do that what if they don't i mean legally balls? not but like i would be under the radar like they would never know they'd have me. posters up there that says watch out he will kick your balls yeah, 
They're going to be like wanted posters. We don't know what this man looks like. I feel like or who he it's going to take them like two more movies to go, why don't people like what we're putting out as much? I think they're going to put out the Flash movie and it's only going to be good because of Ezra Miller. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be like bad regardless. And then they're going to go, ah, oh, we probably could have done that so much better if we had the other guy here. What was his name again? Ryder? Um, Flack Ryder? Flack Snart. Snart, Leonard Snart, get Leonard that man Snart. in the director's seat. <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice is Grey, a black and white version of his film, is now available on HBO Max. That is so stupid. Wow, I can't wait to rewatch the entire movie, but this time without color. <laughs> this time without something that truly makes movies look beautiful, you know? I can't wait to sit there for four hours just to watch the same thing, but not have as much fun yep exactly all the effects to really immerse myself in those like 1980s films 80s 80s buddy buddy you're gonna have to send that a lot lower 1920s barely had film at that point but yeah 1930s oh yeah perfect i don't believe you Dan. when my keyboard's not working there it is (laughs) when when was color when was color made when was color first when invented? When was film invented? 1895. 1935. Wait, what? Wow, I was way off. Why was I thinking 1980? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What came out in 1980? <laughs> 1980s, like, went back to the future and those movies came That's out. That's like the thing we're living in now, right? 1984. Oh, yeah. No, Big you're right. Brother's watching. They're watching because... Because Band who wouldn't want to watch Rumi's Talking Movies? This is a great time to plug in all of our social medias. Camden, what's the Twitter? At Rumi's Movies. And Jackson, Instagram? Uh, Rumi's Talking... Rumi's.talking.movies. No, it's not. <laughs> did you change it's it? not? I don't think that there's I don't think I dots. did. I just thought... There that... would never be... Uh, no, it's just Rumi's Talking Movies. Well, you know there's what? No We're going to make like a private Instagram account. That's Rumi's.talking.movies. Yeah, it's going to be our... It's going to be our like private instagram where we're like, just gonna we vent, post on you know? our story we're like had a rough day today. not not feeling good <laughs> don't hit me up <laughs> only the real ones would understand and if you're lucky you'll get on our close friends story <laughs> mm-hmm. or it's just more complaining <laughs> it's just a lot yeah. more complaining but but about each other though new posters of james gunn's the suicide squad have been released as well as a new trailer dot 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 that was a segue into this next segment. Mm-hmm. There was a trailer. There was a trailer. And it showed John Cena. No, it didn't. With a hat on. I don't know who Danny, John Cena don't, don't is. Don't be funny I've right never now. seen him in my life. Yeah. He told me I this can't see him. And so I've listened to his request. Okay. But hear me out. King Shark, guys. Oh, you want to know something great about that? I'll give you both one guess. Who do you think's voicing King Shark? John Cena. No. <laughs> A well, real life shark. No. It's Sylvester Stallone. He's voicing King Shark. It's Sylvester Stallone. It's gotta be. No, it, 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 it is. It's not a oh, guess. It is. Yeah, it's confirmed to be him. Who's Sylvester Stallone? Rambo. Rocky. Oh, thanks. Rocky. The bad guy in Spy Kids 3. Hey, I'm walking. I'm Rocky. That, that hey, I'm, I'm Rocky. Rocky. But this movie looks fun. It looks vibrant. It looks exciting. It looks violent. It looks like the characters are disposable yes. and can die. I'm pretty sure Captain Boomerang's gonna die in this one. I sure hope so. Please <laughs> kill He's him. useless. Kill him dead. I think because we see a lot of Idris Elba's character, John Cena's, 
um, Joel Kinnamans, um, Harley Quinn, all that. I, those are safe. King Shark's probably safe. I think that group with like um, Captain Boomerang, uh, the Javelin guy, Mickey Roy, not Mickey Roy, uh, the dude who played Yondu's guy. I just forgot his name. The literal mm. rat. Yeah, the actual rat. I'm pretty sure they're all gonna die. Oh yeah, Danon, can you predict how they die right A now? A bomb blows up. Bomb blows up in their head, probably. Probably. No, 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 no. But like, but like besides that oh i think one of them is going to make a heroic sacrifice and everyone's going to go oh because they weren't really the suicide squad at all huh and then i think we're going to get one where they trip they fall on a landmine and as they blow up their head blows up separately Mm. we get one who gets their shoelace caught in a door and so uh amanda waller goes up no witnesses and just blows their head up Oh, that's a good one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you write this movie too? I did. I did, in fact. After the huge success I had with Zack Snyder's Justice League, I'm taking a Mm -hmm. crack at the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Did you know if you rearrange the letters in Zack Snyder, you get Dane and Pacheco? Mm Mm-hmm. Don't do it, though. Don't try it, but I promise it's true. (laughs) We also have a second trailer that came out, the final Kong vs. Godzilla trailer. Pretty much everything we've seen before, except... Mecha Godzilla. It's Godzilla, but metal. Yeah. Not sure how that makes sense, but it's not even a spoiler at this point because they put it in a gosh dang trailer. But I was curious to see what would be the driving force that stops Kong and Godzilla from fighting because clearly they're not going to be fighting the whole time as much as everyone would like that. I would like them too. If I'm being completely honest, I hope with it's you. four hours of them just fighting. No, it's not, because now we got Mecha Godzilla. Well, what if Mecha Godzilla is just Godzilla, but um, in a suit of armor? Oh, like an Iron Man mm. situation. Exactly. Does he also get stuck in a cave and then has to build a? Yeah, terrorists shoot a missile at him. They're yeah. like, Godzilla, we need you to build us this Poor missile. Godzilla. Yeah, and he comes back, and now he's an Avenger. Didn't mean to spoil Congress's Godzilla for you, but we just did. All right, now it's time to talk about what we all came here for. Batman versus Superman. What a good movie. No? Um So we just jumping right in. What are we doing? Uh a little bit of a recap. Superman blew up Metropolis and Man of Steel. No debate. He killed so many people, whether it was on accident or not. Yeah, he did. He really did. But, but he's a hero. But so. we also get the cool shot of Bruce Wayne being there the whole time. Which kind of builds a totally yeah. believable hate towards Superman. I like that scene. It was super great. That was a good scene. You're like, oh my god, yeah. the whole movie's gonna be good. No. And then we go Not forward. Like that. No. <laughs> no, no, it drops in quality pretty quickly. Afterwards, we get a little mm. more buildup. We get introduced to Lex Luthor, and he's like, you know what? I wanna kill Superman. He plays a little cat and mouse with Superman and Batman, tricks him to fighting each other, mm-hmm. then creates a troll from Lord of the Rings to kill Superman. And then the movie ends. Because he kills Superman. He kills Superman. That's the beginning of Zack Snyder's Justice League. And also yeah. what happened in the 90s. So now we know. Hmm. This movie came out in the 90s? No, that's, that's just when it happened in the comics. I don't remember it. Um, you weren't born. Jackson, do you remember seeing this in the 90s? 
Oh yeah, I mean, oh. I was alive and well back then, so it's the dyslexia. Remember it like it was yesterday. You look good for thirty-five. Shut up, man! Don't say my age on camera. I was talking about Jackson's. You're the youngest one here. You're yeah, right. Kevin, you're literally two. What the? You're an actual I baby. Google Gaga bitch. Kevin is actual baby confirmed. Hmm. Not clickbait. Now I'll say that the intro of this movie did a really good job setting up like the costs of being Superman. Like Metropolis blew up and like Superman had to imagine like, how much stop. money he has to pay in like insurance. For yeah. Them. It's like when you get in a car accident and then you have to like your insurance has to pay for them. Like, do you think he has like Superman insurance? Oh yeah. Sure. She has government insurance. Uh, the government pays for everything. How do they pay to bring And the they even put up back. a statue of it. They're like, Hey, you cost trillions of dollars. You've damage. killed thousands of people. Here's a statue. To be fair. I feel like he probably saved more than he killed. I don't know. Really? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he did save the entire <laughs> planet, but he did also yeah. blow up a whole city. So eh, you win some, you yeah. lose some. A lot of buildings were, um, were you know. <laughs> yeah. I do like Stupid how this Henry movie County. gives us an actual timeline as opposed to Zack Snyder's Justice League. It gives us a flat out yeah. 18 months and you're like, okay, so that's over a year. Now I know where we are. Yeah. But... We find out that Batman, uh, Bruce Wayne's a little on edge. We we don't get told why, but like the Wayne Manor is burnt to the ground. Um, he lives at a lake house. He's an alcoholic. Mm. Uh, uses guns. Uh, so many guns. Not on his utility okay, okay. belt. Never brings one to fight. Question. Mm -hmm. Question. Yes, what's the question? Are you talking about the nightmare sequence? No, I'm talking about... Every other scene. I think that's the only time he actually uses. Not the true, guns. Jackson. When, let's when bring up sometimes use Batman uses stuff. Let's get to, let's get the counter on the board. You ready, uh, Camden? Yep. Okay. First thing Batman uses for a gun, he uses a 50 caliber sniper rifle to shoot a tracker onto that semi truck, which he then uses a Batmobile. No, no, no. I'm not, not done yet. I'm not done yet, someone. Jackson. I'll tell it's you like every time that Batman uses a fucking gun in this movie, and then afterwards you can have your rebuttal. That, Batman then you uses can't a have that, that count. Okay. okay. What does he use as a gun? When does he use a gun to kill okay, someone? Okay. Let's do that then. Let's take out the 50 caliber Besides tracker. Besides the nightmare okay. sequence and the nightmare sequence, let's take that out. Batman uses a the Batmobile and kills over 30 people in the one scene just to get the kryptonite where he doesn't even get it. Later down the line when we have the warehouse scene, Batman then uses multiple guns, not his own, to shoot the people that he was fighting against. Bing! In the very beginning, he uses the gun when he's fighting those two goons as a way to stop both of them before he then follows by branding them. Bing! And then afterwards, let's also talk about the fact that he used a gun, okay, grenade launcher, whatever, still a gun, against Superman, and then later Doomsday. Bing! Five. Okay, the only one that I will accept is the, the car gun. That's, That's the only, oh, those are the only times people, that you'll though. count when he blew up 30 people? Yeah, yeah, hey, but like... Hey, Superman, you can't go killing people, but I can. I don't know, I'm gonna overlook it. I'm you gonna are, overlook it, he on, says. Like, the, the character <laughs> needs to, to be the exact character they were in the it's comics. It's fucking... Batman! But it's like a big thing about him, though. Like, it's like his whole spiel. He's got two things. He takes any orphan that will let him, and he doesn't kill. If he decided that he was going to start killing people, he would be so much like more effective. But the whole, like, reason he's like kind of like held back is because he has like a moral code. And that's why he's like, oh, man, if Superman can kill whoever, what's the moral code in this universe? Yeah. The answer, none. Guess not. Um, thanks, Zach. I you, you guys are just funny.
funny, silly. I'm sorry that there wasn't any brunch jokes in this movie, Jackson, <laughs> but people freaking died because of Batman in this movie. Yeah, and they deserved Did it. Did they? Oh my god. You think all of those guys were like like handlebar mustache twirling evil? Okay, well look, 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 look. You know that one scene where he's fighting everyone and he doesn't kill anyone? He does. When? When he Okay, let's talk about the time when he he stabs a guy in the shoulder, spins him around okay, while holding the machine him. gun and shoots three people, and then later when he slings a box into some dude's head and there's a visible yeah, blood awesome. splatter on the roof, <laughs> meaning he shattered the guy's skull. Jackson, I'm not debating if this is awesome or not. I think this is the best Batman action sequence we've ever had on screen. I'm saying that Batman shouldn't use guns or kill. But they established that this is a Batman push to the edge, which I'm fine with. But the thing I don't get is if he's already pushed to the edge, why doesn't he go into fights with a gun yeah. knowing he's going to use it eventually? Because uh, then they'd piss off people like you even more. Oh my god, Jackson. But if they just established it, why why couldn't they just roll with it? You know what I mean? Why did they still kind of like hold back a little bit, you know? Like, if he's using yeah. guns, he should just be using guns. Just give us, like, you're like, oh, this isn't Batman. And you're like, oh, that's the point. Yep. But it's just like, oh, cool, he's Batman. He uses Batarangs. Oh, he's branding people. That's odd. Oh, but he's got the Batmobile. Oh, it's got a machine gun on it. Gotcha. And those are my takeaways on Batman. You're angry? What are you angry about, Jackson, huh? I'm not. Okay, it's just, look, um, I thought this movie was good. Like, on second rewatch, I was like, wow, there isn't really anything as terrible about this movie that like I've been hearing from people. I understand that the like kind of resolution between the fight was a bit anticlimactic, but I could understand kind of a lot more of like where Batman was coming from when he was when like hearing the word Martha. Martha. Oh, we're just jumping like, straight to the Batman versus We're just jumping Superman straight fight? into it. Okay, here's my take. Okay, here's what's my your take. take from the Superman and Batman fight? I know that everyone thinks that, like, when he says Martha, it's like, oh, it's so dumb that, like, his mom's name resonates. But, like, you have to, you have to think, like, he was giving the word Martha with no context. He was just, he just said Martha, and he wants to figure out why Superman's saying that name, because he doesn't know that Superman's name is Martha. So Superman's name is Martha? Or Superman's mom's name is Martha. I'm Martha, man. So it gets him thinking for a second, thinking enough to where he, like, wants answers. Then Lois shows up, right? Just like, it's his mom's name. And you can see him, like, step back. And he's, like, shocked. Because here's what I think was going through his head. He's like, wow, this guy's actually human. Mm. He's... Batman... I think that when Barry... When he had the nightmare... He was thinking that, oh, crap, there's no ounce of humanity in Superman. He needs to be killed or else, like, everything bad's going to happen. And that's what's going through his head this entire time. But I think that moment is kind of a turning point where he's like, oh, wait, maybe I'm going about this all wrong. Maybe Alfred was right, you know? Maybe he's not the bad guy. So, I I mean, I, I analyzed it from, like, what the characters were thinking instead of what was, like, strictly said. And that's kind of what I gauged. Okay. But that's just that me. is just you. Um, I want to just say that like <laughs> a movie shouldn't have to make you think that hard about what the characters are thinking because a good movie will lay it out on the table without shoving it in your face. This felt so con- convoluted while also being forced upon us at the same time, if that makes sense. That it was We're just, just talking about enjoyable. Batman versus Superman fight right now, right? Hmm? 
or you talk about the whole movie as a whole. I'm talking about that scene in particular. Okay, the thing, like, and it's all about, like, the way they could have delivered it also. Because I'm fine if Martha was the reason they stopped fighting, but maybe he, like, takes a step back and does, like, a quiet, like, why'd you say that name? Rather than, where did you say my mother's name? Because I'm the only one who could have Martha as my there's mom. There's no way I'm like, holy, there's no way Batman, the world's greatest detective, <laughs> quote-unquote, supposedly in this universe, for all I know, his deduction reasoning is... This man might have been killed with a gun. How do you know that, Batman? Oh, I carry two with me at all times. I know what the bullet wounds look like. I just think that the the setup of everything could have been solved in a very, very brief conversation. And you know, here, I'm going to do this before we continue talking about the Batman versus Superman fight. This is how they could have done this. I know it would have made the movie boring, but he could have set all that stuff up. Superman immediately just super speed grabs Batman, flies him into the sky and says, okay, they've kidnapped my mother. I need it to make it look like we're fighting right now. And I need you to save my mom and I'll go take care of Luther. Got it? He's like, what do you mean, mom? Shut up, Batman, or I will kill you right now. Got it? You need to help me do this thing. Otherwise, a lot of people will die. Oh, okay. You clearly aren't evil because you're telling me not to do this. And then they just save the day. We didn't need to waste 10 minutes of them fighting in an empty apartment. I just, okay. I don't think the movie was as bad as like, it was when I first watched it just because I think the Snyder cut was like really good and like actually made me enjoy the characters more. Oh, I enjoyed this movie so much. Yeah, but it's still not a good movie. It's not good. It's not the worst DC movie anymore. Like I hated this movie with a burning what do you think passion is? just because of like a Suicide Squad. Easily. Oh, well, yeah, I didn't really think that one counts because aren't they kind of like retcon? Not even them? Harley Quinn. No, no. Yeah, I mean, possibly. I don't know at this point. I thought Harley Quinn was better than Suicide Squad. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, that's how... Zack Snyder's Justice League does such a good job Mm -hmm. rewriting everything into fitting his his storyline that it made Batman vs. Superman much better. Yeah. You know, it didn't make the movie great. Uh, let's t- it's time to bring up another fan favorite of this movie. Let's talk about Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. Mm. Not good. No. At all. His plan... I thought the plan was no. Very it was a good smart. plan. I thought like the whole like very Lex Luthor ish. Not I plot like. of the movie, but like the setup for the like the final Superman versus Batman was very like well oh, thought for out. For sure, great, great, like great planning. The execution the itself. I think Jesse Eisenberg would have done a fantastic job if instead of making him Lex Luthor, they just made him the Riddler. Because mm. mm-hmm. then you go, oh my god, he's setting everything up to make it like a moral, like a question. Maybe that's the riddle. But he sets up everything and is so awkward and weird and Looney Tunes-esque yeah. that you're like, there's yeah. no way this is Lex Luthor. Is that also like the only character that he like plays, like like that only character type that he plays? I feel like it is. You no, know, because he plays different types of people. And you see it in this movie, He like at the weird um, like restaurant thing that they had where he was giving a speech. Yeah. He... Any any sane person at that gala would go, this man is not fit to be running this company. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, isn't Lex Luthor supposed to be, like, a super genius, like, really smart dude, like, knows what he's doing? And it seemed like Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor was just, like, a dude with daddy issues. This seemed like, like a big case of, like, and I know you guys might not like this word, like, Jokeritis. Like, Joker's depicted as a man who always has a plan and is crazy- but he's exactly like mm-hmm. sane in every situation. But then in his characterization within the Joker film, everything just kind of happens and he reacts. Yeah. Lex Luthor is so smart. 
he has a plan for everything. But in this movie, he's depicted as someone who's not only like mentally incapable of finishing a thought, but also so weighed down by his own like personal issues that he shouldn't he there's no feasible way he could take on Superman or Batman, let alone both of them at the same time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think any of us. He he's still the worst part. Yeah, he's the worst part of the movie. I think the movie as a whole is so enjoyable. Like a lot more enjoyable because of the film that we just watched. Mm -hmm. It's I no longer hate the movie. I just hate the choices a lot of the movie has. Yeah. And another thing that came up um, that was like a big complaint when the first movie came out that I still don't like. Superman has like 15 lines in this movie. Yeah, he doesn't really talk much. Yeah, you know, I've, I've noticed that. His Superman doesn't seem very like interesting. He just seems like, I don't know, very linear. Like, wow, I'm a big fan of justice and beating guys up and, and then that's it. Well, they had such an interesting premise where they're like, what would a world today think about a person who can do anything and solve any problem? Mm. And then they had like those scenes where they were like news channels talking about it, but then they quickly overdid it and overhanded it and kept doing it as an introduction for every scene. And like, I don't care what anyone thinks at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess like uh, I might just be reading into this movie too much, but I think they, they do that a lot because they want to just show how much of like an issue not like an issue but like how much superman is like contemplating what they're saying because like every time they show that they just show like superman watching it and being like this isn't who i want to be i don't want to be like someone who's looked down upon by everyone because i'm like not following the rules so it's like a moral dilemma for him that's the other thing is that i wanted to kind of compliment on this movie is they give superman and batman moral dilemmas of their own like they're kind of the same in a way because i remember them using the the phrase like judge jury and executioner for both superman and mm. batman because mm-hmm. batman with the branding superman with the like deciding who he wants to save yeah, yeah. which lives no, it was really good so um i <laughs> i don't like um the senator angle of this movie the senator was a great character but like she's like no, Lex Luthor, you're clearly insane. I'm not going to promote anything you do. You could, and he's like, oh, you don't believe me? And then she says this weird line where she's like, you could piss in a jar and call it Granny Smith's tea. I still won't drink it. And then they have that in the court scene. I'm like, what is... I thought that was so funny. Really? Yeah, because like... (laughs) I saw that and I was like, I want this movie to end. Superman and Batman haven't even met yet and I don't want to watch this anymore. Dude, she just like starts shaking because she turns the the glass around and it uh, says that the glass around it says Granny Smiths. Oh my and god! And her and her deduction of like, oh god, there's piss on my desk. There's a bomb in the courtroom. Like she knew what was going to happen <laughs> with no like development at all. She just goes, oh, I guess something's gonna blow up. And I don't get because Superman's like, I couldn't see it. But he looked directly where it was happening before it blew up. Well, no, it's because um, yeah, it was lead. Was covered in lead. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> he said, he said it was covered in lead. Superman can't lead. see through lead. No, no, Superman, like, canonly no, I know. does not uh, see through lead. I know, but, but the thing I, I don't ask, get is, though, like, like, why? Like, what, what, what special oh, well, properties I mean, about lead makes it so he can't see through it? Like, I don't understand if it was, like, bedrock or something from Minecraft, but... Even yeah, like obsidian. You know, diamond, you, know? you can't see. Through. 
No, but like they always uh, I, use lead as like a like a big thing in like superhero movies. But I don't know, like what's so special about lead? Jackson, you're by Um. Well, see. Oh wait, no, I actually I know why. I could tell you. I actually know mm-hmm. why. That's what they do. They give um lead blankets and everything whenever they have to do X-rays because it stops the radioactiveness of X-rays. Superman has X-ray vision. And from that, he can't see through it because x-rays are pretty much taking pictures of it. Okay. Thank you for the explanation. That makes sense. Sure. What do you mean, sure, Jackson? That made perfect sense. I mean, if I would, if I were Superman, I'd just... Yeah. <laughs> if I were Superman, I'd just have better eyes. But, like, honestly, though, like, yeah. Superman probably doesn't use x-ray technology when he uses his x-ray vision. It's probably not yeah, explain x-rays. Explain that, liberals. Exactly. Uh, let's talk about... Um, the fact that Batman took the information from Luther, got the Rock of Kryptonite, Wonder Woman, who's also in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, she took the file too, and then just gave it back to Batman. Batman's like, you know what? Here, I'll send you everything that was on the file, including all these nifty little logos for all the superheroes in the next movie. I thought that was the dumbest thing yeah. ever. Like, I get that they're trying to set up for Justice League, but you don't have to make it. You could make it more subtle. Here than are just, their logos. Oh, yeah. Here's the Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman, and Wonder Woman all in one file with their yeah. logos. Like, okay. I swear Cyborg was probably just a thing for like a week, right? Like, he was super recent in was the he? Justice League movie. Like, or he was, was he just, just created, like hold up he? the entire time? I think I th- I'd assume because we don't have any timeline for that movie, <laughs> I'd assume that that his thing was recent, but he's like a stowaway since Superman's death. Like I think he became cyborg. Superman died, and then yada yada and everything else. Yeah. I feel like, but like okay, Ezra Miller or sorry, not Ezra Miller, but the Flash and Cyborg are new. Why do they have logos? I was just about to say I feel like that scene would be a thousand times just better. If they just didn't have logos. Like, it says MetaHuman, she clicks on it, and it's four files. Mm-hmm. And she clicks through one, and it's like, oh, it's Wonder Woman. Click through the next, oh, that's... Fu-. Like, the audience is going, okay, there's the Flash. Yeah. But seeing that yeah, Luther's yeah. people already created logos and everything, like, their costumes are going to look dope as shit <laughs> when they join LexCorp. I mean, they got to have a planning department, you know? Anywho, Lex Luthor steals General Zod's body very easily, by the way. Mm-hmm. Just... Ship it to my place. I'll take care of it. Okay, let's not explore that route at all. Let's here we go. He gets Zod's body. Um, well, no, Dan, you have to understand that he fed the guy a Jolly Rancher, <laughs> cherry flavored jo- Jolly Rancher, with um, his hand. He pushed it into his mouth. With his hand, yeah, <laughs> put it in his mouth, and that's honestly the key to any uh, like conversation where you're like trying to get something out of someone. You give them a Jolly Rancher, and they're like, here, it's it's sweet." Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You give him a cherry Jolly Rancher. And then afterwards, he gets Zod's body, knows nothing about Kryptonian anything, and goes, ah, this must be where they make the babies, huh? Pushes General Zod's body in there, and he goes, let me just add my blood in there for no reason. I'm sure we'll just make it a giant gray monster with no genitalia at all, which it does. And then it says, hey, Lex Luthor, we have information about everything. Do you want to know that? And he's like, oh my god, I just wanted to know everything. Yeah, tell me. The other thing I don't understand is how that somehow led him to getting both Superman's real like real identity and um, Batman's real identity. I don't think the ship knew that. I think that was just supposed to be because Lex Luthor's smart, yeah. but he does nothing in this movie to provide, oh, that's how he knows Bruce Wayne's Batman. 
I, I just assumed that like General Zod's ship had some sort of file on Superman and was like, oh yeah, he's living on Earth under the alias Clark Kent. I feel like Lex Luthor but... was at a bar, had a picture of Clark Kent, erased the glasses and goes, son of a bitch, that's <laughs> Superman. Um, seriously? Yeah. He was at my office. <laughs> I could have killed him. And then we get Doomsday, one of Superman's most famous villains in all the comic books. And he looks terrible. Yeah, it was bad. You thought, okay, I thought he looked cool after he grew spikes. He looked better. I thought the uh, initial, he like, where he's kind of good. lumpy. Yeah, he looked more like Doomsday, but he didn't look enough like Doomsday to excuse the fact that he came out all slimy and gray. I love gray. I guess. I mean, I, I, I understood what they wanted to achieve with him, so. And I don't know if Doomsday can do this in the comics, but I was a little thrown off when he just shot a laser out of his whole face. Not like his eyes. Just his whole face, every well, hole. He's like Superman, but more. But also 20 feet yeah. tall. Doomsday is huge. Mm-hmm. And his size is so inconsistent in the final fight. Because he's either he's either like Superman is the size of his hand. Or his shin is the size of Wonder Woman. Because Wonder Woman hits him at one point. I mean, and he, he looks might just like... have big hands. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the thing hands. of Doomsday. Like, hey, got hands. Can I give some food for thought I'm real quick? Starving, food for thought. Please. Go ahead, feed me. If Wonder Woman never cut off his arm, Superman wouldn't have had to die. Stupid Wonder Woman. Because when she cut off his arm, he grew the spike on his arm that mm-hmm. killed Superman. The thing I, you might be onto something yeah, here. No, one thousand percent. Wonder Woman killed Superman. The thing I don't get 100%. is there's nothing additional to Doomsday's DNA besides human blood. But the kryptonite spear, like, Superman got near it and he passed out. But when he stabbed it, the monster had enough time to go, oh, I'm dying, and then stab Superman, and then they both die. And, and the other thing is, you know how Superman, like, sacrificed himself by, by like, thrusting the spear in yep. more? He was already inside. He, was already, he pushed him out. Why did he have to thrust it through? Wouldn't it be more effective? Wouldn't the like kryptonite be more effective inside, inside the, the body of Doomsday than because the further away it is, Doomsday? the more he probably heals, right? Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't thinking. Well, I mean, it worked, how do you like this movie, Jackson? But look, look. Here's my redeeming qualities. I thought the setup was great. I thought like the the whole because when I first watched that like desert scene, I was like, why is this even a thing? Then I'm like, oh wait, this is a setup. And then it's a setup on multiple layers. And I thought that was great. I thought the fight scenes were great. Especially the Batman one. Um, Because, I mean, come on. Hitting the dude into a wall with a fucking wooden crate. is it, If that's not the sickest thing you've ever seen. Oh, I was vomiting. Like, I was like, that was so sick. I, I know. The sickest I was thing like, I've ever seen was Ezra Miller's flash scene when he went and broke space in time. But you know, kicking a wooden crate into someone's head is pretty cool too, Jackson. No, he didn't kick it. He pulled. He pulled the <laughs> grappling hook. Sorry. You know what? Sorry, Jackson. Sorry, I didn't remember the crate scene properly. Come on, it was it was pretty awesome. <laughs> All right, I'm not final final ratings. I'm giving this movie a six out of ten. It was better than I th- and than I when it was when I first watched. I'm gonna have to agree with you, Danon. Yeah, because I was like, maybe I'll give it a seven. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a seven point five. I was like seven. And I was like, that's way too. Yeah, high. when I was when I was so, rewatching, yeah. I was like, this movie is way better than I remember it. Because when I first watched, it, I was like, this is a two out of ten. This movie sucks. Well, think of how little backstory we had. But then you have to say, like, is this movie it, any know? better because of a different movie doing more heavy lifting? 
Because you're thinking like. No, it's it's not like it, it's the same movie. It just seems better because, because we, we know saw where it's going. More explanation. Now. Yeah. As opposed to well, that kind of was random. That was a random movie for three hours. So I don't think we should really give this movie alone that rating. This movie alone probably gets like a four. No, I I still this movie coinciding with the Snyder cut gets about a six. Yeah, okay, I can get that. But I'm glad Jackson that you didn't give it like an eight or a nine. I'm glad that you're still a human being, and you have thoughts and everything. <laughs> well, no, no, okay. Look, just because I like think a movie is good doesn't mean like I, I think everything about a movie is good. <laughs> Dick Cameron wants to kill me. Yeah, because of your Because it's 10 p.m. and he has to go night-night. It's bedtime. I do have to go night-night. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us on our latest episode of Rumi's Talking Movies. You know we'll be back next week to cover Kong versus Godzilla, baby. Which we now know will be fighting Godzilla, a uh, Mecha Godzilla. And for all we know, Lex Luthor's behind this one, too. Uh, we'll, he is, actually. With we'll see how that movie goes next week. Godzilla. And then afterwards, bit of a shock... For the rest of this season, we're going to be doing it bi-weekly just because there's not as much movie news coming out and we're kind of getting towards mid midterms final season. We've got to have a little classwork time to, you know, finish our grade. My grades have been failing because of this podcast, but, you know, that's just on my end. Yeah, I have Fs in all of yeah. my classes, actually. F for yeah. films. Pretty bad. <laughs> we're having fun here. That's what it means, Now, right? don't forget, we got Start ourselves a new YouTube channel. Go watch it. Go rewatch it, everything. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your accountant. Tell your lawyers. And one more time, tell your dog. Go ahead and plug our social medias real quick. Oh, Twitter at Roomies Movies and Instagram Roomies Talking Movies. You've been great as always. We will see you all next week. Bye. Take care. Take care. Say take care, Kim. Oh, t- take care. Yes.